Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Bet Online AG is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds, news, and info for everything March Madness and NBA this year. From the Final Four to the NBA playoffs, Bet Online is your sports information headquarters this season. If you love sports info, score, news, and podcasts, you can find everything at Bet Online. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use your promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals centric specific show where, of course, we wax poetic about the Arizona Cardinals here in the Phoenix metropolitan area. I am one of your hosts. I am Javon J. Love Adams. And with me, as always, is the, is the engine to this thing. He's the he's the swag that that makes it do what it do. He not only played professional baseball, but he also played in the National Football League on that first Super Bowl bound team for the Atlanta Falcons. The one and only Ed Easy Smith. What is good, my brother? Hey, another day closer to that draft, man. We start putting all these mocks behind us and uh, putting the rubber to the gr- to the ground, man. Well, we we are uh, not putting the mock behind us just yet because today's episode is talking about. <laughs> I said about, one day closer. <laughs> one day closer. So we're going to be hitting you with with content a little bit more frequency, a little more a little more frequently, a little greater consistency uh, over the next couple of weeks as the draft, as Ed mentioned, is is quickly approaching. And so today. We're just, we want to share a couple of thoughts on prospects, the prospects for the Arizona Cardinals. We know that as of right now, the Arizona Cardinals are in that number three spot. So I think in, in, in all honesty or, or as transparent as we can be, we're really, if we stay in it, it all depends, of course, not just with the Arizona Cardinals, but depending on any team, uh, if they stay at their where they're currently slotted, where they current where they're currently uh, placed right now. So we're gonna gonna go into that. So if we're looking at it, and I'll start first, and we can just kind of bounce off of this. Uh, Ed, is the if the Arizona Cardinals do, and I'm looking at a at a mock draft. This is from a couple of weeks ago from the uh, azcardinals.com website that Darren Urban kind of. Uh, copied and pasted and, and, and put together from some other, from various uh, mock drafts that are out there. The, of course, the number one, Will Anderson from Alabama, the edge rusher. And if you look at some of the prospects that at least I came across and what I share with you that I found, a lot of it is based upon the needs that we talked about uh, yesterday, actually, which are edge and maybe one corner, but a lot of them on the edge position. Will Anderson seems to be the, a no brainer when it comes to that. There, from what I, from what I've gleaned and things that I've heard when people talk about Will Anderson, he, there's he has the potential to be great, but he might not be that Hall of Fame player, but could definitely be a difference maker when it comes to adding that element uh, on a consistent basis from the Arizona Cardinals. So Will Anderson, what do you think about that? Or did you want to be able to touch on uh, anything else that we might see as we get into if they trade out of that number three position? Because everything I've seen has Will Anderson being number three if they stay at that spot. You know, Jay, I'm starting to get a little scared. Uh-oh. Because <laughs> the, it, we're getting to that, that time where now we're almost into that week window. And I would say the teams leading up to this for the last month and a half, they're all playing poker and everybody put their poker face on. The closer yes. we get to the draft now is when the real starts to happen. And yep. because now it's about, it's not about, Hey, let's see, let's see who we can fool to do this. Now, 
We're getting closer to that window. And we, I just got a late report sent over from someone within our Believe family okay. that the Texans are now open to listening to trade talks for number two. So that means yeah. now this what so now the the new the caveat out there is they might be willing to get off that two pick, which now puts us because I thought you know we've been talking like the Cardinals hold all the balls, but you know because you know if, if the first two on the quarterback, then you know then we're the next team. Everybody's going to be jumping too. Okay, right. now you got Houston maybe. They're not sold on one or two of the quarterbacks. And if they're not going to get the one that they want, wide reach, maybe we'll open up for business. And now teams will start calling them ahead of us. Mm. And that, what that now opens up, Jay, that now opens up. What if, you know, now you would assume everybody, anybody jumping away up there is going to be jumping up for a quarterback. You assume, you would think. You assume, yeah. But what happens if somebody wants to jump in front of the Cardinals to get the two to do something else? You know, like take an, uh, an edge rusher or something like that, which I don't think. Like, if you're going that far up, you're going for a quarterback. But yeah. like I said, it now, what do we do? You know, do ain't we... nobody gonna. Nah, man. See now, that, <laughs> see, that is that's what gets you scared. And then that, it then does, the Texans. Yeah. If you yeah. if you believe in it, then the Texans call the Cardinals and say, I mean, we got somebody on the other line that want to take Will Anderson. Exactly. I mean, what you want to do, man? I mean, if here, you want from three to two, here's what it'll cost you. I think you just hit it on the head, though. Uh, Will Anderson is very highly rated. Yes. But, you know, I'm not, and I would maybe have to go back and, and listen to some of the talk, but I'm not sure if he's Hall of Fame, you know, like if he's no, can't miss, you know, so. But, if, but be, if you need an edge rusher, he's the which best. Which we do. He's, he's, yeah. He has the the high, what I want to say, the highest high ceiling and the highest high ceiling grade. as well. Highest yeah, floor as yeah. well, because it because we know because correct me if I'm wrong. So when you when we talk about sometimes whether it's uh, especially in basketball and in football, you talk about high floors, high ceilings, low floors, low ceilings, that type of thing. If you have a high ceiling but a low floor, that means there's so much variance in your ability or what's projected for you. You have a high high floor and a high ceiling. That means that you're gonna be good. We know you're gonna be good, but how good can you be? Right? A little yeah. bit more certainty. So I would like to say that maybe there's more certainty, at least from a high level of performance when it comes to Will Anderson. Yeah, I, I think I, I think he'd be a great pick for us. The the, the problem I have, like I said, I'm, is how <laughs> how much the how much you know who comes at us with what to ask us to fall back a couple of picks or so. But we're you're talking dude, about right now, you're the dude that you walk into the dealership. All right, let me go check my let me go check on my manager, see what my manager says. Yeah. All right, we I, can't get I, you I, in that car, but we can get you in this one. Well the thing about it, this show right here what we're talking about is need and we do need an edge rusher. So let's assume that everything plays across the board. I do think um will and Will Anderson uh, is and should be our top priority. Uh, you brought up some other players as far as other needs, which we did yesterday about, you know, corners and offensive line. You're never going to take, in my opinion, in today's football uh, operations, I don't think uh, three is too high for anyone uh, unless it's a, a, a generational offensive lineman. I just don't see the Cardinals doing anything like that. So I would assume that at this pick at number three, Will Anderson there for the taking, I think he would be – uh, someone that, you know, we obviously would jump at right away. And, you know, and if 
other scenarios that Jay, if we do say if we do fall back a couple picks, meaning we accept a trade offer from whoever wants to leapfrog the Colts. Uh, and then you've got other candidates out there like, uh, was it Miles Murphy from Clemson, uh, who could be someone that you might go after or, and we're just looking at through some of these reports. Or if you're looking at the cornerback position, Devin Witherspoon out of Illinois would be right. the, one of the first corners off the board that we would, uh, assume, you know, assuming, you know, depending on where we fall and what's taken in front of us. So, you know, it's, man, I, I hate being a speculator. I just, I'm not good at that. You know, I, because I, I, me, I would, you know, there's too much of a guessing game here. And yeah. man, it's just, it's all over the board. And that's why I give a lot of credit to these, you know, some of these gurus out there, um, that are, that prognosticate because you have to be brave to do this, Jay, because we all know the first, I guess, acts that goes to the, um, you know, somebody makes a trade, jumps up, then all bets are off. And if you've done five mock drafts at this point, Jay, and and then we do the recap after the draft, you can look like a fool. Because, well, you know how it works, though, because yeah. I can I see how some of these mock drafts are are created. It's the this is what I how I think the draft will go. Mock draft one point This is yeah. how. I would like the draft to go 1.2. And so it's, there's a difference. And so there are little nuances there. This is how I predict trades that probably won't happen. Mock draft 2.3. Yeah, yeah. That type of stuff that goes with it. But yeah, it's, it is hard. And here's one thing that makes it a little harder is because when, if, if you go through some of these, uh, some of these organizations that have had their GM and their coach, let's say that tandem in place, or more specifically the GM in place, you get an understanding or you're able to read, as you mentioned yesterday, those tea yeah. leaves, right? Mm-hmm. So you understand what the type of players that they look for. We don't know with Austin Ford because he's been a Absolutely part of not. organizations that have had success. Mm-hmm. The Tennessee Ties, yes, they haven't won a, a Super Bowl, but they've been consistently successful. And of course, being a part of the Patriot organization, and that even has a lot of variance there because the Patriots weren't, though they have, though there's that dynasty with the Patriots, it's not always because they drafted the right player, the right players every single year. So there yeah. is some variance that comes along, and we just don't know what his identity is just yet. And that's what's going to be really interesting. You and I talked about this. We have been talking about it for weeks as I'm so excited to see the direction, to see what their emphasis is going to be on. And, and one of the, and I, I would say, Jay, one of the most confusing things at this point has been because we both assumed that the attack and free agency would kind of coincide with the draft, meaning, you know, but they've done absolutely zero in free agency in terms of long-term and big going out and get big names. Yeah. And it's, it's part of it is because they know this year is going to pretty much be a wash. And we keep talking about it. They pretty much stripped it down to the bone where we need everything. You know, we just not, you know, we, we started off, you know, at finishing last year, you know, thinking, okay, well, it's the same different things. You know, we need to beat the offense line up. We need help with the cornerback. We need edge rusher. But that's been for the last few years. What they've done here recently, and, you know, obviously you can't allow somebody to retire. They retire when they want to retire. But J.J. Watt, you know, you lose that on the interior. You know, we all, you know, we lost Chandler Jones last offseason, never replaced that. We saw our cornerback room just, just decimated, whether it be through, unfortunately, a death, uh, yeah, you know, injury, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And then we now have Buda Baker, 
wanting out of here. So a position that we thought was strong could become weak. You've got uh, DeAndre Hopkins who wants to be traded, which might leave our offensive or our wide receiver room in even more shambles. So yeah. we're just adding positions that we need on top of what we already needed. And God, which therefore they, makes you want to say, let's get as many draft picks as we can so that we can yes. thing up. So I, yeah, yeah I, I hear where you're coming from. Oh, boy. It's going, it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens when, when they're on the clock on that number three pick or if the, if the Texans do indeed kind of follow through, but it's one of those, uh, we'll call you a bluff and see, are you going to do it? I'll do it. I promise I'll do it. We'll go ahead and do it. Yeah. All right. I ain't going to do it this time, but next time I will. But, uh, yeah, so we'll, so we'll keep that in mind. But one of the other, you mentioned, uh, one of the players there, uh, what was it from, uh, Clemson? I think you mentioned what was my man's name? Uh, uh, Miles, Miles Murphy, Murphy. Clemson. Also, there are a couple of, so Devin Witherspoon, uh, cornerback from Illinois. Also, one of those prospects that's looked at is, uh, Christian Gonzalez from Oregon. And so, so again, we'll see because it, you know, Gonzalez, but I'm just looking at, uh, kind of the, the, the comp or the, the description of him, six foot, 197 pounds, 4.38, 40 yard dash. That's it. You never know with a coach like Gannon, what he may, you know, as yeah. he's trying to as he's trying to build that defense that is versatile and flexible and pliable to see what that looks like. But you know, you, you know, going. you know, another thing that maybe a little homework for both of us, maybe we got about a week before the draft, is maybe do a little more research on the type of uh, players they had in Philly, maybe specifically, because yeah. obviously when they're when he's, he's coming from Philly, that's that was his identity. It wasn't like a long history because I think he was only there two years. But maybe get an idea over the last couple of years, the type, you know, like size and, you know, speed and different types of attributes that, you know, because obviously they had a team and made their run all the way to the Super Bowl last year and they were building something, something there. It's just been only the last couple of years they've been building. So it wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, he was been somewhere for a decade. And I'm talking about Gannon, the head coach, yeah. you yeah. know, because, because obviously Austin Force going to be making final calls, but you'd like to think that. You know, uh, was that old saying? If you're gonna uh, ask me to make the bill, let me go do some of the shopping too. So, I'm but sure it's also come- it's also what's also interesting though is because the what what impressed me so much, and I think you we had we discussed this uh, maybe one time on on the radio show, is that what impressed me so much is that the way the Philadelphia built that team was really through the draft, really yeah, through the draft. Yeah, and that's job of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's and what that's, I'm kind of leading toward in terms of. What, you know, what they did over there, maybe it's going to be a repeat kind of, you know, uh, deal. And, you know, maybe looking at what they, how they did it over the last couple of years will give us some type of indication of what they might be looking for. But this it's a true. Mystery. It's only but, a mystery. But with Austin Ford, you don't know what he's thinking about. That's yeah. the thing. So, so well, when a coach can say, hey, man, this is what I want. And the GM say, that's cool. True, you true. You know what you want. <laughs> yeah, or they both. You know, we've seen what's happened here over the last like month and a half. They could be both sitting there thinking, "What the hell we get ourselves into?" That's that's <laughs> real though. Think about that. Yeah. That's real. You walk in thinking a certain. I know that our quarterback is injured. That's fine. We'll deal with it. Oh wait, what yeah. this happened? Oh wait, this happened? Wait, what's going oh, on? Just keep, yeah, that. the hits just keep on coming, man. So it'll be it's it's going to be interesting to see. You know, and you know, you always got to look for that enthusiasm, but. Uh, but you know, we got to make sure we check and make sure it's not that fake enthusiasm, you know, trying to mask the tears 
I've been in I've been in management positions where I know what the stuff is going on behind the scenes, and I got to go out to my team and share with them and try to try to put a positive spin on it, and then oh, go yeah. back to my desk and say, I don't know what the hell we gonna do. That's when you go back to the office, you you close the door quietly behind you, and you just go <laughs> in there and sit for a few minutes and reflect. Oh <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking off into the distance, but so, so those are a couple of the prospects. Will Anderson, but it, it's gosh, I, I understand, I, I understand the value of possibly moving off of that three pick, trading down a few spots, not a whole lot. We talked about maybe moving down as far as maybe nine to see about getting some additional picks for this year's draft. Yeah, let's see, let's yeah. see what we can do with the with the with the current the present value of money now instead of worrying about the future let's get it now so we can try to build this team and get back to where we where uh we get on the right path to where we expect to be so uh so on behalf of the one and only ed easy smith we are presented by bet online we'll be hitting you with another one we're gonna be hitting all this week and next week all that stuff leading up to the draft uh so as we always like to say around this time are you can we see you again folks be easy out there thank you for listening to believe You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.